Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You're absolutely right. 6.9 million would be bigger than the population of the greater Toronto area. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, we're talking a huge number of people. That huge number, 6.9 million, is the number of Canadians who are living in food insecurity. It includes 1.8 million kids, as we said, over and over and over. That should disturb anybody. And if you put all of those people into one community, it would without question be the largest community in this country. And it was f- food was one of the massive issues of 2023. Can I afford it? People going to the grocery stores. I mean, I saw it a couple of days ago after coming back from Switzerland. I went to the grocery store because my fridge was empty or the stuff that was in there was kind of strange. So it had to go. And and the person in front of me kept picking up and putting down, picking up, putting down, picking up, putting down two small items. Looking at them and eventually turned them both back to the cashier and said, no, I, I, I won't take these. And I'm sure that scene repeated itself time and again in 2023, right across Canada. Uh, We talked about food inflation, outpacing regular inflation with our guest. We talked about um, shrinkflation, or at least accusations of shrinkflation, accusations of profiteering by grocery chains, and there was parliamentary involvement. So... What should we expect in 2024, and back with us, and for the first time in 2024, Professor Sylvain Charlebois, uh, the director of the Agri-Foods Laboratory at Dalhousie University. Sylvain, you ever step on the gas pedal and nothing happens? Uh, I'm no mechanic, but no, it's <laughs> this, happened no, to me. I'm just saying. It happened to you? No, it's happening to me right now when I try to talk. It's like... Well, your voice is actually better than yesterday, I must say. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, good. That's uh, what... you got to take it easy for the next uh, few days, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's all I have is laryngitis, but it, it's like taking the, you know, getting in the race car and step on the gas and the thing just won't move. It's hard to make a living uh, in radio when your voice is, uh, <laughs> is not working well. I gotta yeah, I think my future would be limited if, <laughs> if I sounded like this permanently. Thank you for joining us. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well. So in 23, the dominant aspects of the food issue circled around food availability, food cost, inflation, greedflation, all of those issues and more. Has any one of those issues been laid to rest? Have several been laid to rest? Are we any better off the first week of January than we say, let's say, the third week of October? Slowly. Uh, I mean, we ended the year uh, in a positive fashion. We, uh, we, uh, I mean, food inflation uh, reached, uh, peaked, I guess, in February of 2023. And since then, the rate has gone down uh, and it's going to continue to drop to, uh, to probably about 2.5%, uh, which is really the sweet spot for food inflation. Um, I must say, Roy, I mean, in 2023, we demonized inflation. I mean, we need inflation to grow the economy. I mean, it's, it's just the, the, the rate was just too high for, for too long. And, and that was due to major 
global um, issues, uh, events like COVID and, and Ukraine, but that's those, those events are behind us now. And looking forward, I don't foresee any major events that could actually potentially disrupt uh, our current past, other than perhaps uh, the conflict that that right now is is transpiring in the Middle East. If that if that conflict expands beyond uh, Israel and, uh, and Palestine, unfortunately, that could actually have an impact on oil oil prices. And when oil prices are impacted, uh, typically it does uh, affect um, agricultural commodities as well. So, but for so far, we don't see that right now. So we should go through the year without major major um, shift. So the, the world that was extremely unsteady, let's just say for a single parent uh, with a couple of kids trying to get through the day, and I, I received many emails, talked to some single parents who said, and we've talked about this, can't fill up my car, can't go to the grocery store and get what I need, uh, have to really manage my way through my food budget. So are you suggesting that by, I don't know, third quarter of this year, that situation will appreciably improve for that single parent, barring any other developments that we're not aware of yet? We're actually expecting some price wars, if you can imagine, uh, by, by mid-year 2024, especially in the center of the store. The economy is slowing down. Uh, and uh, we're all nomads now. We're bargain hunters. Uh, we're just we're hardwired to just look for bargains. Doesn't matter who's offering the best deal. What brand is the best deal? We're just we're just buying. And so and grocers have noticed that we're not as loyal as we used to. And to make us loyal again, they're going to have to offer us some really major deals. We've gone through this cycle before, and typically. Prices do drop, not for uh, for some parts of the section, some parts of the grocery store, but in the middle of the store, the, where the dry goods are. Uh, even with, in the freezer aisle, you could see some uh, prices drop, which is really good news for for consumers. But I must say, Roy, I mean the biggest challenge uh, with food affordability or food security in Canada has nothing to do with food prices. It has everything to do with the other necessity of life, which is shelter. Uh, interest rates have gone up. Everyone is paying more to make sure they keep a roof over their heads. No matter uh, if you have a mortgage or you're renting, most Canadians have been impacted by what has happened uh, over the last 18 months or so. Uh, and uh, that's going to continue. More more people will renew their mortgages. More and more people will have to pay more for their rent. And as they pay more for that, they'll be showing up at the grocery store with less money to spend on food. That's really the big problem right now. Yeah. Our last guest told us um, he was renegotiating his mortgage over the last few days, and he expects it to go up 30 to 40%. I, I believe it absolutely. If you if you carry a mortgage of say three hundred thousand dollars, amortized over twenty five years on a flexible rate, uh, you're likely paying uh, seven eight thousand dollars more compared to eighteen months ago. And so if you're if you're renewing, you're likely going to commit to a fixed rate, 
that fixed rate is likely to be lower right now, but it's still going to be quite high. And so a lot of a lot of households were caught off guard, and 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 the chip was so violent that um, that most households couldn't plan ahead. And I think that's really what happened over the last eighteen months or so. Uh, two quarters in, during twenty twenty three, two quarters people were spending less on food despite inflation, and so that's why I think grocers are in for a fight this year. I, I know a lot of people think that grocers took advantage of, uh, of inflation to increase prices. We just didn't see the evidence of that with gross margins. They've been the same for five years. But I think 2024 is really going to be a difficult year for grocers, which is why what we're expecting in 2024 are more fights between suppliers and grocers, similar to what we're seeing right now in Europe between Carrefour and PepsiCo. If you've uh, been pay- paying attention What's going on with Carrefour? Carrefour decided to stop selling uh, Pepsi products in four countries because of higher prices. Yeah, I just spent two weeks in Switzerland. Talk about high prices. That's right. Exactly. So, and, and uh, of course, in Europe, the, the 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 food economy is very different than in Canada. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, I mean, there's there's probably going to be a lot of infighting going on just to make sure that they can keep uh, uh, prices as low as possible, to build loyalty, to get us back into the stores. Uh, and so I, we are expecting prices to remain stable, and we're expecting more privately labeled products as well. Okay. We have not done this before, I don't think. We may have once or twice, but I don't think so. Yeah, to our oh, listeners, absolutely. Uh, just, j- just to our listeners, if you have a question for Professor Charlebois about food, food prices, about the availability of food, about what may be coming, issues that matter to you, questions that you have, we can take a call or two at 1-800-263-2428 right now. Let's talk to uh, Paula, who's in Edmonton and has a question for you. Paula, go ahead, please. Yeah, I just have a question. I've I've been hearing about all this um, food increase in costs and all this. And my question to you is, what does the numbers show? I, I see people shopping, and I'm wondering if anyone needs what we're buying. Is there an element of us buying too much and rising the prices themselves? Like, I just, I see carts full of, of stuff. So, that- so if, if I understand correctly, uh, uh, Paul is wondering why people are buying less food. Is that, is that the question? Well, it, it, and if we're driving the prices up on our, on our own, by, by increasing the, the what we're buying, like, is there any evidence to, as to speak to like what we're bu- are we buying more? Actually, I posted something yesterday on Twitter and uh, or X, and people reacted. Basically, what I was asking people to do from now on is to stop posting overpriced food products and start doing the opposite. Because <laughs> if we unintentionally yeah. push prices higher as we normalize higher food prices in general. So we need to basically celebrate lower prices as much as possible to put pressure on people and get people to buy uh, that are cheaper. Uh, That's kind of how we can help each other out instead of doing the opposite. Because in the last 18 months, we've seen a lot of people being upset with our food prices. And all they did was to take a picture in a store, and I'm actually in a store right now as we speak, and uh, the first thing I'm going to do is, is try to find deals and promote those deals as much as possible. 
yeah, I, I just find that we're a lot of people are shopping and buying so much more. And and then when I look in their carts, I'm like, but are you are you buying the smart things? Because there are cheaper things in the store. I think people are getting smarter. Uh, they do. And uh, the other thing, of course, because of higher food prices, and this is just an hypothesis, is that people are actually wasting less. They're more careful. Uh, over the holidays, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, we were very, we were more careful about you know, how we portion uh, uh, with portion sizes, how we took care of leftovers. Uh, we did eat leftovers for quite a few days this year just because we knew it was so expensive to buy food. And I think a lot of people did that, and they're going to continue to do that. It's a, it's a good point. It's a it's a good point because if you if you buy the truly expensive items, and you fill your cart with them, and a, and a good number of people do that, where's the incentive to lower the prices? Yeah, I just think anecdotally, when I'm at the grocery store, I see a lot of carts still very full. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm take, taking a step back, but I just don't know if everybody else is to help drive down those prices. That's a good point. Paula, thank you very much for the call from Edmonton. No Thanks. doubt listening to 630. Ched, uh, Silva, if there are amber lights or red lights in the distance, other than potential world events, what might they be? Well, I mean, climate change is certainly a variable that we watch very closely. Uh, every year, Mother Nature uh, will have a say in terms of uh, how expensive our uh, food will be. Uh, but again, uh, we never know. Uh, I would say that right now, things are much more stable than 12 months ago. And we are expecting a calmer year. Uh, and I said earlier, I think we are expecting some uh, some prices to drop in the middle of the store. So I would encourage people to to pay attention to to those uh, loss leaders, rebates, and loyalty programs. A lot of people are leaving uh, on the table uh, some money uh, because they're not redeeming. They're not taking advantage of loyalty programs, and and grocers are going to become more aggressive using loyalty programs to get us back into their store. So pay attention. To, to some of those programs. Costco was supposed to increase its membership fee uh, in 2023. They didn't do that. Why? Because they don't want to lose any members. Uh, loyalty is going to be a big issue. So I can't let you go without speaking about your favorite uh, aspect of uh, the food industry, the dairy industry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, it is my favorite. Topic. Yes, it is. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen well, in the dairy industry? Well, the dairy industry, actually, if you read Canada's food price report, which we published uh, about a month ago now, I guess, uh, we, we're not expecting much from the dairy industry. They're, the the Cane Dairy Commission, along with the dairy farmers, are giving us a little bit of a break this year. Uh, so if you're, if, you're a, if you're a cheese lover uh, or if you enjoy yogurt or, or if you drink milk, uh, 2024 is, is likely going to be a good year. The... The only thing that bothers me is that time and time again, we see these uh, news items telling us that we're not allowing more cheese, more products into our market, despite all the trade deals that we ratified in recent years. And and frankly, I think consumers deserve more choice, deserve more competition. And, And that's the one thing that we need to work on. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 